Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop! Well, we got a little story for you, Ags. Stephanie Tate's Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1994 is the president and the owner of Underground Support Services, a company that is an honoree on this year's Aggie 100 with amazing plans to impact the world not only through growth, but through positivity and mentorship. So pass it back and listen up to Stephanie as she shares some really good bull. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us on Aggie Growth Hacks. We are stoked to have you. First off, before we, we even get into learning about you and your company, Congratulations on, again, Aggie 100 win. It's so awesome to celebrate with you. So excited to to lift up Aggie 100 winners on Aggie Growth Hacks. But thanks for joining us and congratulations to you and your team. You bet. Thanks so much, Greg and uh, and Chris. It's great to be here. It's great to share about that win. It's great to uh, just be a part, be an Aggie. Oh my gosh. And, uh, and to have the McFerrin Center celebrate Aggie entrepreneurs is just it's just icing on the cake, to be honest. 100%. It's so cool that, I mean, over the last five, now six seasons of Aggie Growth Hacks, how we've seen the entrepreneur ecosystem, not only with McFerrin, but in a, at Texas A&M, just kind of grow and expand. And we're, we are so honored to have you as part of this. So so you, we've actually first met face-to-face at your celebration uh, at, at the Aggie 100. But what do you miss about no longer being a student at A&M? I miss a lot of things. But what I miss most is that boundless optimism, the beginning of each semester, when you walk into each new class and just the excitement of who's going to be in here? Am I going to know anybody? And you sit down and you start chatting up the person to your left and you go, oh my gosh, I think I'm going to be a new best friend with this person. Or you look across the room and it's like, oh, there's that gal from my biology class last semester. And she had great thoughts on this and this. And I wonder what she's going to think about this topic. And and then your teacher walks in, the professor, and and just what he has to offer, and 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 then the the syllabus and all of the group projects and the papers. And some people might find that daunting, but I I'm a lifetime learner, and so that those first days of a new class of a new semester were just exhilarating of the limitless possibilities ahead. And and I just feel like that that permeated every semester for me, and I've just been trying to recapture that ever since. <laughs> I absolutely love that. That is so cool. And I'm 100% with you on that. And I, I view every quarter now as, as, as that starting point, you know, uh, myself. So, okay. So Stephanie, why don't you tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey? Because that's, that's one of my favorite things of Aggie Growth Taxes. I get to hear and learn our entrepreneurs that come on here, our Aggie entrepreneurs, their entrepreneurial journey. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey and what your company does? You bet. So I think entrepreneurship is just genetic for me. I remember going to my grandparents during the summer in East Texas, and they had a vegetable and, and fruit farm and just helping out at their fruit stand on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how they had customers, but but we did. And then I grew up in a small town of 250 people. Shout out to my people in Cranfield's Gap, Texas. And everybody had a side hustle. I mean, my home ec teacher in high school sold custom patterns via mail order, right? Before the internet and Etsy. My history teacher sold insurance. The local dairy farmer sold real estate. My mom had a custom wallpapering business. I mean, everybody did something, right? And, uh, and then in seventh grade, I started working 20 miles away for Dutchman at Dutchman's Hidden Valley, a 
purse trap. And when you spend six years side by side with a guy who walks around muttering things like, if you watch the pennies, the dollars will take care of themselves. <laughs> you know, <laughs> then you just, it's, it's just ingrained, right? And you know, you will have to be in business for yourself one day because isn't that what everyone does? I started Underground Support Services in 2002 on paper didn't really know what I wanted to do with it, thought about staff augmentation of some sort, and then promptly started having babies and just kind of shelved the whole thing. Kept it going on paper until 2016 when I had spent the last eight years working part-time at a tunnel engineering firm. They designed holes in the ground. And uh, through that experience, I learned a lot about not just engineering projects and design, but also relationships with owners and contractors. That engineering firm in particular always had engineers in the field. Just really felt like field experience was imperative for engineers to be able to design things that could actually be built. And through all of that experience, learned that there was really a great need for women-owned businesses in the architectural engineering and construction industry. And had heard some horror stories about things not working out with minority firms and thought, I can do that better. And so in 2016, I had the perfect opportunity at the most imperfect time in my life, but I took it. I took that risk, took that chance. A guy out of the firm I had worked for was retiring and I loved this guy. Great old fart. He just is. And (laughs) here's the great thing. When workaholics retire, they still want good problems to solve, right? And so I uh, pitched to him that I would have this company. Would you like to come part-time and work with me? We'll do tunnel cost estimating and constructability reviews for owners and contractors and engineers. And he's like, okay, sounds good. So we were off and uh, I have grown that side of the business. Now we have several consultants across the country. We've done some really amazing projects around the nation. And uh, we're currently working on a project in Austin for CapEx, a big transportation project down there. And uh, we're about to do a project in New York for the New York subway. I mean, just we have great, exciting projects. And the guys that that work for me, I mostly hire just these retired workaholics uh, for that side of my company. And I kid you not, I feel like I'm a waitress at a coffee shop in the morning. These guys talk about the most fascinating projects and uh, and great conspiracy theories too. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fun. It's so fun. And uh, and they work really hard. And I love that about them too. They're such self-starters. And then in 2018, I launched a construction materials business unit as well. And so we service uh, Texas, Idaho, and we're expanding into a few other states with construction materials. Okay, wait, wait a second. How do you jump from Texas to Idaho? I mean, that there, there's... <laughs> I mean, okay, you got to pause. What, what's that story? Okay, so here's the thing. When you're a business owner, one of the things you have to figure out is where do I want to go on a business Idaho? trip? If I have to go anywhere on a business trip, my best friend lives in Idaho. Okay. And okay. so, um, and if you've never been to Idaho, I mean, I don't want to blow the secret here, but it's one of the best kept, beautiful secrets of America. It is the most phenomenal state with some of the best people. And uh, it's just been great. And I have some contractors up there. I work with um, Idaho Transportation Department, and we do primarily uh, bridge and highway work out there and uh, selling materials to contractors. And so they have a huge need for reliable minority contractors and and suppliers. And so that's what we do. And then here in Texas, we focus primarily, um, our materials group focuses primarily on transportation projects. So we're doing materials for airports, bridges, highways, 
tunnels and uh yeah it's it's a lot of fun and uh, i've i've learned a lot and it's it's a fascinating industry to be in and just really great people and exciting projects mm-hmm. love it so stephanie it, as you're really having a nationwide reach and it's such a niche service that that you were so so how do you how do you find and attract the people are, are is there a group is there like hey if i can hire 20 more engineers today that'd be great what are you definitely excellent question definitely on the consulting side definitely i look for very seasoned engineers and uh, construction cost estimators for sure hiring those as fast as i can hire them because it is such a niche market they are highly sought after and uh and my kind of sweet spot on that is some of these, most of these guys, they don't want to work full time anymore, right? They don't want to work full time and they don't want to have to go look for projects. And so if I can bring exciting projects to their door, they are all in. On the material side, we are we are hiring, we are hiring a lot. So if you know anyone who is a, a field manager or sales manager for construction, heavy civil construction, primarily paving and geotextiles, as well as um, actually right now I'm looking for an operations manager for my warehouse. We are hiring all across the board uh, and we need great people. And I need self-starters who are knowledgeable about the industry. Absolutely. I'll take 20. Sign them up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is that is awesome. I mean, if you've got that kind of growth happening that that you really just can't keep up with, with you know, that that's a really good problem to have. Um, it's for a sure. great problem to have. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We start signing contracts and I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I need some really great people. <laughs> that's awesome. Let's shift gears here a little bit. One of the things that that we talk about with all of our entrepreneurs is company values and how they shape your company. Right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your company's values and how did you select them and what impacted, how did that impact your business growth? You bet. So we based our company values, we based our company values really off of my personal values. I'm all about family, faith and fun. I mean, that's it. That's all life is for me. Family, faith and fun. And um, so for our company, what we did is we focused on we focus on four things and not that this isn't a ever evolving. Right. But these are the four basic principles, people, positivity, integrity and ingenuity. So for people, the crux of that is just we appreciate people. Okay, we're not going to take people for granted. We appreciate people. We're respectful of their time. We value their priorities. We want to know about their passions, what they're learning about, and we want to help towards their goals. And so really, it's just about relationships. But the fact that we appreciate people is uh, is really what we're about um, from that perspective. Positivity, look, you've talked to me long enough by now to know that I'm a glass half full girl, right? And let's find the bright side. Let's move on. Life's just too short to be miserable. And let's be frank, if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. And so what I've what I've gotten really good at is I can make just about anything fun and it just takes a little bit of effort and I'm willing to put that in. So we're going to be positive and and focus on positive aspects of things. Integrity. I mean, without it, what else matters, right? Integrity. Um, we're going to be transparent and communicative with our team, with our clients and with our vendors. And so I just believe that it's easier to be authentic and vulnerable when you have great integrity. And those are the kinds of relationships that that I value in my personal life. And it's the kind of relationships that that I want us to pursue in our professional endeavors as well. And then ingenuity. My team, we are creative. 
problem solvers. That is what we're known for. That is what we do. Those are the types of people I want to hire and be around. Uh, we strive to offer the best solutions in, uh, in a timely manner, in a cost-effective manner, all of our clients on all of our projects and with all of our team. I don't think that Ingenuity is, is just focused on the customer. And I think it's within our own team as well. It's, it just needs to be how we function. So, Stephanie, you said that you you created, you pulled those values from your personal values as well. But but I also know that you are really plugged in to the entrepreneurial ecosystem, not not only where you are, but the Texas A and M entrepreneur system. You know the, the the Aggie Women's Network that that you're really a big part of. Um. So so let me ask you this: in dealing with the entrepreneurial ecosystems, or did did that help? shape and craft those values? Have you been challenged by people in those networks to really hone or maybe say, well, that, that's not necessarily the right value for you to have because that doesn't speak to you? I mean, how, how does how does along your entrepreneur journey, how does that influence your values and your company's direction? You bet. I think the entrepreneurial journey is, it's definitely, I mean, it's obviously to test of fortitude, Right. It's a test of, of your metal and, and what it, it makes you look. Anybody can shotgun it. Anybody can just shotgun blast and say, I do everything and I am everything. But the entrepreneurial uh, endeavor really, it's kind of like the hero's journey in good literature, right? It takes you exactly where you want to go. And if you don't know where you want to go, you're never going to get there. And so I think the entrepreneurial journey, as far as honing my values, it really it really has forced me to focus on what I love about people and 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 the things I value about people. And so um, as a part of that, it's mentoring. I love to mentor and be a mentee. And so the Aggie Women's Network, the reason I bring that up is because you, you mentioned the Aggie Women's Network. They have a fabulous mentor program called Amplify, and it's an opportunity for former female students at A&M to pour into um, current students at A&M and, uh, and just let them know they're seen and, and give them a glimpse into what's available in the workplace to answer their questions. One of my mentees, when I asked her what she wanted from the program and her time with me, and she, she listed off a bunch of things. And then at one point she said, and is there any way we could talk about how to handle personal finances? Because I don't know what to do once I graduate and my parents aren't paying for things. And so I'm like, absolutely. And so just just to be able to to engage with people and find out once again what are they passionate about what are they learning about what are their goals and to to help them uh, to help them with that so mm-hmm. did that answer your question <laughs> yeah hundred uh, percent but what I what I also took from that is that it is it is community but it's finding the right to, it's but it's finding the right type of mentors you know I, obviously you know there there are all types of entrepreneurs out there. Not only within different fields, but different ways of looking. And Stephanie, having a button-down, you know, stodgy. This is how we're, you know, this is how we're going to look at business. That that's a mentor that you would not mesh with. Yeah. But to be able to, but the beautiful thing is, is that there are people that are just like you, that are having fun, that have as much passion about their job as you do about yours. And they say, okay, Stephanie, this is where you need to go and how do we take it? So that thank you for being a mentor to Aggie entrepreneurs or future Aggie entrepreneurs. And thank you for the vulnerability of saying, I also need mentorship as well. 
Absolutely. Hands down. Hands down. If somebody has walked that path before me, let me learn from them. Absolutely. And and I'm a huge believer in that. I mean, you know, between business coaches and mentors and stuff like that, it is super, super important to have someone that's been there and done that before you, right? So why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, you, you talked a little bit there about you've got to know where, you, where you're going, okay? Why don't you tell us where you're going? What is your moonshot? What's your big, hairy, audacious goal? You bet. So I have the big Texas hair, as you guys can see. I don't know if your podcast listeners can see. So it's definitely hairy over here. So our goal is to double our revenue year over year for the next four years. Whoa. I know. I know. Year over year for the next four years. And then within six to 10 years, the goal is to spin off the materials business unit. Ideally, what I would love to do is I would love to find another woman who wants to own a business and mentor her in the company for a few years and then sell that materials business to her. That ideally, like that would just be like, yeah. And then personally, that's business side. Personally, I would love to make a very positive impact on the AEC industry, the architectural engineer, engineering and uh, construction industry by establishing an industry specific mentoring program that crosses company lines. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm all in on mentoring here, guys. And so what I, I just, I, I've participated in a, in a think tank group called Elevate Her, which is put on by the Zwei group. And it's, it's a um, basically it's looking at the issues affecting recruitment and retention of women in AEC industry. And my group that that we uh, had two years ago, what we did is we came up with a skeletal structure for a mentoring program specific to AEC. And um, I still serve on an advisory council with Elevate Her. And this semester, um, this next six months, the group that I am advising, they have picked the mantle up on that project. And so we will carry it six months further into research and structure development. And uh, I'm super excited about it, very passionate about it, and uh, would love for that to be a big part of what I do in the future. Stephanie, that that, that is definitely big, hairy, audacious goals. Uh, but but I love how it is, it is very well-defined. And, and, and I mean, I guess I really shouldn't be too shocked. I mean, I'm talking to an engineer here, you know, but to be able to kind of say, okay, how can I walk through that? You know, but, but I'm a numbers guy. So, so what is your path? What are some things that, that you can share with us? Don't tell us your secret sauce, but what are the things that you're going to do to, to double your revenue every year? Then it's like, holy cow. What are, are you buying people? I mean, what, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, let me clarify that I'm not an engineer. I was a marketing major in business school at A&M. And uh, thank goodness for that, because it served me very well. I am married to an engineer. He's also an Aggie. And so when you live with an engineer for long enough, you do kind of start to think in their line of thinking, which, which I don't know. I guess that's good. He's a, he's an amazing guy. Class of 86, by the way, in case you're wondering. Okay, so what we're going to do is uh, we have some very specific strategic relationships in place, and we're looking to develop existing customers further, right? So we're looking to existing customers to develop those those contracts to be larger and further. Secondly, our certifications. So we're a woman-owned company. We're it's alphabet soup on the minority certification if you haven't lived in the world before. And so 
we have a new certification that we are pursuing this year and won't give you the secret sauce on that one. And so that alone could launch our consulting side yeah. just into the stratosphere. And so that's that's one intent as well. And then just continuing to do what we're doing. So one of the things we are striving to be is a best in class for a minority service provider and materials provider. I believe that not every entity works with women-owned businesses in AEC because they're best in class. They work with them because they have to check a box on a project. And our goal is to be best in class. And I feel like we are paving the way already with what we've accomplished and the projects we've worked on, um, the clients that we've secured, and just continue to do the things well that we've already proven work for us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's audacious, but I believe it's attainable. And then we'll be right back there with you, Aggie. Uh, I know. So, 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 number one, Aggie. One. Yeah, you you double, 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 double. And yeah, you'll, you'll be number one. I know. It's going to be great. <laughs> So awesome. All right. So this is going to bring us into our lightning round. Uh, But before we do, we're going to pause here to uh, listen to a message from our sponsor. All right. And we are back for our lightning round. Are you ready, Stephanie? I am ready. We have one rule. Yeah, we have one rule for our lightning round. And as one rule only, all you have to do is answer each of these questions within one minute or less. Okay. Question number one, what is your favorite hack? This can be personal. It can be business. Anything goes. We're Aggie Growth Hacks here. Okay, I'm going to go the personal route. Greenberg turkey stock. Let me tell you. So we've bought a smoked Greenberg turkey from gobblegobble.com every year for forever. And as young marrieds, that was a splurge. But then I figured out the liquid gold aspect of the purchase. If you take the carcass and put it in a bag and throw it in the freezer, and then when you have time, put it in a big stock pot with a bouquet of like green bell peppers, celery, carrots, onions, and make a stock and then freeze it in like two or three cup containers. Use it in soups and beans for the rest of the winter. Oh my gosh. So I've done this for years. My family loves it. Anybody I give it to loves it. I actually wrote the company and said, you must include this on your recipe insert. You are missing this critical thing. And guess what? They did it. Um, That is not a paid advertisement for Greenberg Turkey either. (laughs) It's just, it's the best. Greenberg Turkey. Thanksgiving statement. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Stephanie, what is what is your superpower? And and you can't say positivity. I know that that's your superpower, but <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> My superpower is finding silver linings the lessons in the midst of a trial. I love to look for lessons in the midst of a trial. It immediately reminds me that I'm not in complete control and that alone can just bring a great peace. What I can learn while a situation is happening, instead of trying to just be retrospective of what just happened. I I think when we wait to look for the lessons in retrospect, there's a chance that we just get swept away with other distractions and we don't really understand what the best learning parts of that trial were. So when we look in the midst, it's a very present, active role in what's happening and not, not a looking in from the outside. And sometimes in a crisis, it feels like we're on the outside, right? So I'm just a big believer in searching for those golden nuggets in every trial while it's going on. From a business perspective, you know, that's an opportunity for process improvement or learning about a product or service or something about my leadership style or uh, an employee or a client. It's just, it's imperative to be present and active and look for those lessons yeah. in the midst of Even it. Even when it's hard. Even yeah. when it's hard. And it always is. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Okay, what is the favorite advice that you have ever been given, Stephanie? And 94, uh, 1994 uh, bonus points for how you applied it. Okay, very good. I think my favorite advice, one that's hit definitely home in the last couple of years is just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. And as an entrepreneur, as a startup, you know, the owner has to wear all the hats. And so it's important to realize when you need to pass tasks off to other people, just because you're capable doesn't mean you're the best at it or the most efficient use of your time. I had a project two years ago that more than doubled uh, in revenue in two months, doubled in revenue, doubled in work. And let me tell you, that was a really hard time to learn of the jobs that I should have let go of sooner, right? Because then I was struggling doing everything I couldn't hire to replace those tasks that that somebody else should have done. Tough, tough way to learn it. <laughs> so, so did you, did you just get through that task, get through that project and then come back in, in the midst of that trial, say, this is never happening again. That's my silver lining. And, and, the, but then once you could breathe immediately higher. Yes. And I did. And I did because I was still doing my bookkeeping at the time. And so what happened is then I couldn't market and my backlog for the next year wasn't as high, but then I started hiring a bookkeeper and uh, actually, that's my next piece of advice. Hire and fire fast because I've been through three bookkeepers in 18 months now, but now I think I'm on the one that'll work. Bonus Whoops. advice. Sorry. No, that, that's good. That's, that, great. that's great. Yeah. What gets you out of bed and excited about your company and the projects that you're working on? I'm a lifetime learner. I am a learning junkie. And I take probably one to two business classes a year. I'm amazed at, at how much free quality education is available to small business owners. Unbelievable quality education. When I started my business, I um, started with SCORE, the Service Corps of Retired Engineers, and yep. got a mentor there, took some of their classes on financials because I hadn't looked at financials since, you know, 1993 and, and really just got as much information out of that organization as I could. Then I moved on to WeBank, took classes there. And then the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small businesses is a phenomenal, it's like a mini MBA. And the alumni program after that is, is remarkable as well. That's actually who I have my intern from for free. So I just look at every day as a learning opportunity in my business and there's, it's always fun to learn. That is so cool. Love that. And as a lifetime learner, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Well, Stephanie, we all know how powerful that the Aggie Network is. And so how can the Aggie Network get in touch with you and support you moving forward? You bet. Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best way. Uh, and so uh, I, trust me, I'm the only Stephanie Teets on LinkedIn. <laughs> T-E-E-T-E-S. Guys, I married for love. Not that last name. <laughs> <laughs> 28 years strong there, that marriage. So uh, oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, I met him the day I graduated. How about that? I know. I know. Nice. And, uh, and then underground support services is our company and, um, our information is definitely on the internet and on LinkedIn. So I'd love to work with fellow Aggies. That's for sure. And hire them too. That's right, Ag. So if you are, uh, what would you say the, the seasoned professional estimator, as well as a workaholic that maybe doesn't want to workaholic all that much, um, re reach out to Stephanie uh, and, and connect and just do amazing, great things. And I mean, who knows? Maybe you can talk her into a business trip up to Idaho. You bet. Let's go. <laughs> well, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the, the inspiration that you are. Thank you for pouring into future Aggie entrepreneur generations. 
Um, thanks for joining us. Congratulations again on your Aggie 100 win. And we cannot wait to celebrate for you for years to come as you're doubling your company. Thanks so much, Greg and Chris. I appreciate what you guys are doing to try to pull this Aggie Entrepreneur Network together, educate us about each other and uh, and just... It's a great thing. It's a great to be an Aggie every day. How about that, Ags? Was that pretty awesome or what? I know that I got a lot from that interview with with Stephanie, which is the cool part about this whole Aggie Growth Hack, you know, podcast is that we get to learn all this great stuff. And I, I literally have a whole page full of stuff written down here. What was your favorite uh, thing that you took away from from that interview, Greg? Uh, I've got I got a couple. First off, I love her positivity. I love her attitude. I love just the approach that she has on life. Life, to, to be able to say, okay, as you're going through the storms, find the silver lining and actually learn through it. But I was most struck by how she has grown her company and the importance that she placed on people. Not and, and we've heard a lot from a lot of other entrepreneurs about having the right people in the right seats and I 100% agree with that. But Stephanie, I think, has built a company that when she says care for people, it's not just the right right people in the right seats. It's the suppliers that she works with. It's the customers that she works with. It's about all about relationship with her. And it's all about making sure that she and her team are having strong relationships on every level, professionally, personally, throughout the whole thing. And by supporting everybody and their holistic person, that they are all better for it. So that that's really what I was like, man, that that that's gold. And that's something to definitely learn from Stephanie and her team. What about you? What'd you learn? Well, to me, I think that, you know, what she said kind of there at the end about always be learning and, you know, to be a lifetime learner, right? That she is a lifetime learner. I think that's so important for entrepreneurs is that we should always be bettering ourselves, always. Whether you're listening to a podcast like this, whether you are following somebody on YouTube or Instagram or wherever, or actually getting mentorship from a coach, I think you should always be learning. This is this is what we should do as entrepreneurs because the second that we become stagnant, guess what your business is going to do? It's going to become stagnant. So, and and I I literally have a whole stack of books back behind me that yes, I'm a book geek and yes, I do read them. In fact, I've got one right here. This is uh if you haven't read this one yet, Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. Pretty freaking awesome right there. So, anyways, that's that's my takeaway and I I think that you should always be learning. 100% agree. Well, Ags, we hope that you learned a lot at Aggie Growth Hacks episode today. If you're not connected with us, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're on the socials. If you're on LinkedIn, make sure you reach out to Stephanie. She is very, very active on LinkedIn. Do yourself a favor, connect with her. If you're one of those workaholics that maybe doesn't, maybe wants to take a half a step back uh, and you're interested in working with her, make sure you definitely do that and, and check that out. While, while you're on the web, check out aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can hear this episode. You can hear the previous five seasons at this point of Aggie Growth Hacks episodes, as well as some of the other great content that we have. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head on over to their website now to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. Well, Ags, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em. Whoop.